It's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Always know this. It's all about the quality of life and finding a happy balance between work and friends and family. Philip Green. Inspiration. Inspiration. 92.3 FM. We think. We talk. And we connect the family at Inspiration 92.3 FM. Lagos, we, we, we got you covered. Good afternoon and welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour. Here on Inspiration FM, your family, your number one family radio. It's always it's a privilege to join our thoughts, our voices, and explore our health from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart there's a perfection in his creation, both within our being and around us in Mother Nature. And the closer we stay to this perfection, the healthier we are, the less health issues we engage ourselves into. It's that time of the year when Many of families are preparing. Children are preparing, some very excited, to head back to school. And so one of our party, they will explore several facets of this interim, this transition, this preparation to head back to the academic settings for our children and our grandchildren. As always, our co-host today is Sharisi Jewari. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy Sunday. When we say wellness, we teach about the five pillars of wellness. Spirituality, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. And such as for parents, for the entire family. As the inspiration um, says, finding the balance between work, friends, and family. As children go to school, yes, one must find a balance. They're going to engage friends, teachers, people who may share your, I mean, 
your your ideas of what they ought to be doing or not. It's always good to have some kind of a foundation for the family. The children have been part of the building if they are of that age. Many of us in the corporate space talk about vision, mission, values or principles. Do you know that that could apply to the family too? That does apply to the family too. What's your family vision? Are the children part of this vision? Were they part of the creation of the vision? Do you understand what the principles or the values, those things you hold dear? It's that time to maybe re-engage the entire clan. Daddy, mommy and the children, even if they are young. Engage them in this dialogue. Explain to them the concept of a vision. And you look forward. What do you see? Close your eyes and look forward. What do you see for the family? Many of us already have principles that we have, we've been brought up with. Whether it's integrity, respect. Have we had such discussions with the children? They're about to go into a field, a playground of multiple influences, really multiple influences. Have you created a foundation that they would use to judge those influences? From their classmates, male and female, from their teachers, male and female, and others around them, the non-teaching staff. Even the way the space is arranged will influence them. The neatness or lack of neatness. The order of lack of order. So, what kind of a foundation have you created for the children? What principles are they going to hold firm used to judge the other influences that come against them? Even in nutrition. We have the expert in that. I will, she will take us through that one. So, what's the family vision? Have you sat down with everyone and, sat and drawn Written out of the, the family vision. What are the principles of the family? Hard work, um, integrity, uh, sharing. What are the boundaries of sharing? And I, I will say that this is so important. I know that the parents are quite happy that the children are going back to school. The children themselves, many of them are excited it's time to go into a new grade. Uh, have you really prepared yourself? In this family vision, have you had a family meeting? Just you, your spouse, and the children so that they can also share with you their goals for the semester, how they plan to excel, what kind of friends do they want around them, or just envisioning how the semester itself will go. So helping them set up this vision also allows them to move into what they have set up. So you're creating a template for them to, to build on. You're creating strength. You're giving them a backbone to step into that, that circle of strange in, in influences. That family meeting is really important. Maybe one, two, or even three interactions. Not too long, 30 minutes max, maybe 45 minutes. Yes. 
listening to what they're saying, listening to what they're not saying. There's so many things that go on in the school environment, from the nursery school, the primary, all the way up to the secondary school. And for those who are going to boarding school or those who go to the day school, just making sure that we're really listening to our children. Are we picking up that maybe in the prior class there was a bit of bullying or maybe they didn't know how to represent themselves or speak out against injustice? So let's ensure that we're listening to our children at your family meeting before you send them off to school. So at the meeting, encourage them to talk, let them speak completely, take notes. Even if they bring up topics that you may find a bit surprising or challenging, just take note. Avoid reactionary response from parents. Let the children speak. I remember you're building the template and they head back to school. Yes. You'd be amazed. They would even give you some of the values that they've already adopted from you, from dad and mom, from uncles and aunties, to build the family values, the family principles. Yes. Also, as you are allowing them to speak, pick up if there are any inhibitions that is holding them back. Um, one could be that they are um, a bit, they are concerned about maybe their size, maybe they're too small, maybe they're too big. So some of these things can be worked through in order to build their confidence and let them know that, listen, this is how you were made. And so if we are putting certain practices together, whether it's the exercise, whether it's the nutrition, whether it's the keeping active, whether it's the eating the vegetables and the fruits, then the body will conform to how it should be. They'll touch on things that happened last year, <clears throat> last term. And we find out when the teacher's name come up, comes up, it excites them. They're happy. They're thrilled. They're just really praising that teacher. Or when the teacher's name comes up and they go totally quiet. Take note of these little things. Later mm -hmm. on, when you meet with the school authorities, you may want to mention some of these things. How are they being spoken to by the teachers? Are they just cowing them down, shouting them down, using words like shut up, you idiot, and things like that, defeating words, or are the teachers using encouraging words? Let the students tell you what they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. You'll see it in their response, their emotions, what excites them, what makes them happy, what makes them de delighted to head back to school, and what makes them... Mm. Kind of go inward or just feel like they don't want to go back to school. So make sure that you're listening to your children. If you have a girl child and you know that it's around that time of puberty, puberty nowadays we're seeing that children as young as seven are heading into puberty. So with the development of the certain areas on the body, just make sure you're in tune with that and you're speaking to them about these changes as yes, the changes are normal However, if they are seven and eight, you need to have a sit-down reasoning talk with them and help them to understand what the body is going through. 
A simple frame or template you could use could be the five pillars of wellness. Spirituality, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. Happily engage with them into what they understand by their spirituality, their connectedness to source, who they represent, even what they've learned over the summer in their, um, whether it's their church programs or other programs, spiritually. Engage them. You'd be amazed that they're still very connected spiritually. Mm-hmm. And just looking for you as parents to encourage them to hold that spiritual foundation solidly. We've talked a bit about the mindset. Let them speak a lot. Just take notes to their reactions, their smiles, their fears. Nutrition is a huge part. Yes, and we'll get into nutrition in just a moment. I want to add to what you said about mindset. So when it comes to mindset, yes, it's good to know what our children are thinking. It's good to also have a schedule for them. Children are best operated on a schedule. They are more productive. They know what the next thing is. And when we say schedule, it could be your routine schedule at home, which means what time do you wake up? In our home, we had the three W's when you wake up. You wash your face, you go to the, drink your water, (laughs) drink your water first, wash face, and go, and we. That was the three W's. So they were programmed that once they wake up, this is what you do. And then they fall into the rest of the day where they're getting themselves ready. Each child had a chart, and that chart had exactly what they were doing in the morning. That way, it eliminates any crying, any whining, mom getting upset, dad getting upset, house being in chaos. Actually have a schedule so they can see it. Do you know your one-year-old and two-year-old can recognize letters And eventually they'll be able to read that schedule that you have on the wall. So schedule is important both for routine, for simplicity, for happiness and peace to reign. And this schedule also falls in line with having a meal schedule. I do know that there are many families with more than one child. Doctor and I were blessed with four children with four different minds, four different personalities. And I can remember when one of our children, and in fact, maybe it was two or so of them who said, no, I don't want this for breakfast. They don't want this. They don't want that. And instead of having that situation, we sat down, we drew a meal plan. Let me hear what everybody likes. We will all agree that we are eating the same thing on a Monday another on a Tuesday, something else on a Wednesday, and that's how we carried the week along so that everyone got a chance to eat what they wanted that was healthy, so it was fair to everyone. I do do know some of you parents are struggling with making different things in the morning. Why are you stressing yourself? You are the parent in control, and there can be fairness. Not that the child wakes up and says, No, I feel like I want this. Or you're asking the child, what do they want? You are the parent, set the tone, and especially if you have more than one child, it needs needs to be on a schedule. And that way you tell your child, go and look at Monday. When they say, 
They don't want this to eat. What is on the schedule? And that's it. Everyone goes quiet. What's on the schedule for Friday in the evening? What are we having? So that way we can also prepare our mind for what's coming for the day. We can help out, assist, and it makes that a happy home, happy family. At that early age, exposing them to scheduling, meal planning, has tremendous impact on other aspects of their lives, including their study schedule. What time is it to work? What time is it to play? What time is it to do the assignments? Yes, the schedule, is it's a lifesaver, even for lunch. So your lunch meals are packed, and of course we want our children to have uh, the best nutritional balance. And so, yes, you want to ensure that your, your lunch includes your protein, your fats, your carbs. And nowadays, they do have compartmental uh, dishes. So these compartmental dishes, you can put your main lunch in, whether it's your soup or maybe it's your uh, rice or beans that's in one compartment. In the other compartment, whether you're putting a bit of potatoes or plantain, in another compartment, you may decide to put a little snack. So everything is compartmentalized, and that way your child is able to have a balanced meal. And as a parent, whether this is nursery, primary, or secondary, make sure you're an involved and active parent. Check out what the meal plan is for the week, or maybe it's for the month. Look at what it is, see what your child likes on there, and make sure that it's balanced as well, that there is vegetables on that meal plan, that there is fruits on that meal plan. And anywhere that the meal plan lacks, then you can always bring that food from home if the school allows it. Then the content, what is on that plan? Mom and dad, be investigators, be inquisitive, look at the things we are buying for the children. If it's packaged off, read the... Labels, read the the labels. labels. And your children are so smart, they can read the labels too. In fact, we've gone to a couple of schools and we have taught children how to read labels And the children have also taught the parents how to read labels and reminded them that, Mommy, Daddy, this thing that you are buying or you want to buy, is did you read the label? It's not good for us. It's not good for us. So what you give your children is what will empower them. And teaching them and helping them is quite essential. What will empower them intellectually also? What to feed the children not only addresses digestive issues, not addresses muscle and strength, and it also addresses their their performance, their brain performance, their memory, and also their social behavior. I may have shared a study carried out in the U.S. There was a school system that had a lot of violence, a lot of just disorder and chaos, student-student violence, student-teacher violence. This school in the U.S. had four policemen on any day, and at least two police cars. I mean, there was vulgarity, profanity. There was very high level of 
um, absenteeism, lateness, and then they agree to be part of a study where the entire cafeteria meal schedule was changed from the very high-fat, high-sugar, um, high-processed foods, the pizzas, yeah. the burgers, the, the, um, the, the cookies, the cakes. Hmm. And we're saying this U.S. study, but I've personally seen where nursery students can be rowdy, and it could have been from sweets that they've just eaten or maybe sugary drinks. So teachers are to also make sure that they're looking out at the lunches that parents are packing. I think we'll, we will go on a short break. Be right back. We are not here to prove anything. We just want you to have the best time listening to your radio. Inspiration 92.3 FM. <laughs> into a masterpiece. Unwrap joy, unleash taste. Come cook with Tara Cubes. Come cook with Tara. Listen to Fidelity SME Forum at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesdays with repeat broadcasts at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays as we continue to equip you with insight, skills, and expertise required for building a sustainable business only on Inspiration 92.3 FM. Brotherly, sisterly, Inspiration FM and Lasgidi FM, them they like brother and sister. Yes, Lasgidi FM, na Inspiration FM sister station. Yes, so therefore, the love you get for Inspiration FM carry the same love. Poor for Lasgidi FM, nothing do you because they be one and the same. Are you are, you get something where you want sell. Are you no fit find buyers? Or you they offer services? Are you not sure how you go fit find potential clients? Hmm. I mean, you they find one place where you feel reach all your potential clients, all of them, every, every. The place where language no be barrier. Even distance theft no be wahala. Eh? <laughs> then sit down, make a nakitori. Or your sharp sharp. Go last giddy. 90.1 FM. For last giddy FM. Them listeners, bracketed, them full grand everywhere. Yes, now, now them be talk of town. Now they're programming. Hey, Excellence, all of the music, them gallant. Presenters, hey, hey, one in town. And them news, eh? <laughs> Fresh like mangolo juice. You see, eh? As long as you want to advertise your goods and services, Laskidi, 90.1 FM Lagos, nine be the place. We go feel make your business. Travel far and wide. Reach better people. We go patronize you well. For Laskidi, 90.1 FM Lagos. Language, no be wahala. Because you go hear pigeon, Yoruba, and Igbo. No matter where you come from, your clients go understand waiting you they talk and waiting you answer. Sell 
not give them. So therefore, Lasky D, 90.1 FM, now the station for everybody. Oya Shapali, for your business to go jejeli, green green them for this number. 0816-809-0068. That is 0816-809-0068. Owaka go to your office for 177B Sinari, Daranijo Street, of Legalia, you're in this street. VI Lagos. Or visit their website www.lasgidifm.com. Lasgidi 90.1 FM Lagos, your number one O one best station. Yeah. Wellness half hour. We are exploring the preparation of school, getting back to school, family preparation, detailed preparation, mentally. Also, nutritionally, and we're talking about how you want to look at what they are eating, the things that are being packed. I was sharing with you a study in the U.S. where when they changed the school feeding, they changed the meals in the, in the school cafeteria, within six months, there was a total change in the school in terms of behavior, student-to-student violence student-teacher violence and profanity. And by the end of one year, they required literally only one security officer and grades in the school went up significantly. Absenteeism dropped. Bad behavior dropped. What are we saying? What you feed your child plays into how they behave. Their social interaction, their mental intellectual skills. Mm-hmm. So know what is you're putting into that body of so, the children. So important. Those children who um, may be on the spectrum, take a look at their nutrition. If you need help, reach out to us at Carib Health. Pediatric nutritionists can always help to put together a program so that we can guide you on those, especially who are on the spectrum. All right. Part of the, the environment, mm-hmm. for those who are not this, not borders, but they're day students, parents, people you have helping the children going to school, preparing them at home, yes. your house help, the drivers, listen to what the children say about them. Allow the children to express themselves. And from time to time, don't, in fact, we, we teach for, as a rule that one parent should be present when the children are going to school. When we, the, and also, when they wake up, give your children chores to do. It shouldn't be that there is a nanny spreading the bed. Your child has two hands and two feet. Teach them how to spread that bed as soon as they wake up. Spread the bed. Get into a routine of doing these things so that someone else doesn't have to pick up after them. When they play, they should pick up their own toys themselves. My dad will ask us, when do you think is the best time to pack your school bag? Before you go to bed or early in the morning? Before you go to bed. Before you go to bed. This means that you'll also lay out the uniform the night before. Shoes are polished the night before. Socks are ready the night before. Not that morning of and everyone is scattering the place and then there's anxiety and that's what you take to school because you can't learn well if you're anxious, if you're afraid, if you are... Chaotic. Yes. 
So the home is the first point of order, the first point of discipline, the first point of structure. And what we teach them at this early stage is yes. what many of them will carry way beyond into adulthood. And then as you wind down for the day when it comes to bedtime, let the children know what time is bedtime and stick to it. There's no five more minutes, ten more minutes. In fact, the five and the ten more minutes can come before the bedtime. And that way everyone knows, okay, it's an hour before bed. What do we need to do? Prepare yourself for the following day. And probably lastly but not finally, the interaction of children and phones, devices, gadgets. Parents need to take charge. The health consequences are mounting. The addiction effects are serious, scientific, and very concerning. Very concerning. It's almost as if children don't have the mental space of creativity because they rather go and pick up the device. So parents, be in charge. No devices in the week. Set a time on the weekend for those devices, including the television. I personally do not think children should be watching TV in the week. There should be a time for the TV, and there should be a time for treats. So if you want to take your child out to, whether it's fast food or a restaurant, let it be known on that schedule that a second day in the month or second week in the month, this is the day we go for the outing. And that way... It kills all discussion about can we go, what are we doing, yeah. Please parents, no TV sets in the children's bedrooms. Laptops and devices ought to be in a study area or even a dining area, a general open area where there's no restriction, concealment when they're on the devices. And again, structure the time when they have these devices. If it's for school assignment, the time is structured. If it's for personal, Coasting and hmm. make sure you that. put on the parent lock, pass by your child. If you see that they're a bit anxious or fidgety when you pass by, you really need to check out the device. If they must use the laptop again or the devices, let that be done in an open area where anyone can see what they're doing on the devices. All right, wellness half hour, we're just sharing with you. Preparing the children for school. Back to school. Very exciting. We know that you all will do well. Parents, give your children a hug, a high five. Yes. Make their day. Encourage them. Yes. Enlighten them. Expose them. And just be so loving and caring. Reassure them. All right. This is Wellness Half Hour. Just stay tuned for. Sing with, it with, with music. music. With Uncle Sonny. Inspiration FM. Number one, Family Radio.